What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with another Around Town in Chilliwack podcast episode. This episode, I have guests from that local market, a pair of ladies that are doing a wonderful job in downtown Chilliwack, just getting people to really participate in from field to fair, uh, from field to table, just uh, getting people to celebrate our local farming economy and getting people to get involved with awesome things that are happening in downtown Chilliwack. So sit back, relax, enjoy this episode, and we'll talk to you later. Ron Laser, he knows his stuff when it comes to buying, selling, and info on the local housing market. So give him a call, Mr. Ron Laser from Century 21. Matthew Anthony Hawkins here with a pair of guests that run that local market. You guys want to introduce yourselves? I'm Natasha. And I'm Bernadette. So tell me about that local market. What exactly is it? So that local market is a local farmer's market based here in Chilliwack in downtown Chilliwack at Central Community Park. It happens every Saturday from 9.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Until like how long are you running? Is it seasonal? Yeah, we started at the very beginning of June and we're running till the very end of September. So it's like a four month stint. Right, good stuff. Basically, as long as all of the produce will hold out, we'll be there. (laughs) And so is this replacing the Chilliwack Farmer's Market? Is that what the scoop is? Yeah, that's correct. So myself and Natasha took over the Farmer's Market from the two ladies that were running it before. We had met with them, I think the beginning of May, if I'm remembering correctly. Somewhere around there. In that time frame, yeah. Um, And basically we kind of talked to them about what they were doing and we're like, hey, we have this idea to do a farmer's market. We don't want to do a competing farmer's market. And for the most part, they were like, hey, why don't you do the farmer's market? (laughs) So they just gladly handed it over? Well, the two of them are like, they're super busy with their own booths. They have, um, they continue to have booths at the market. Verna's the Verard Farms and Lisa makes the most amazing jam you'll ever taste in your life. And uh, letting us sort of take over the management of the market allowed them to free up their time to actually focus on their booths and running it. And that way we could take over um, the management side of it so that they didn't have to worry about it and then we could focus more into improving it and making it as good as it can be that's awesome so some of the vendors who who are some of the people you have showing up on yeah so we have a variety of vendors each week um we have some that are there for the whole 17 week stint um we have some that are there as a drop-in a one-time some for maybe four weeks eight weeks so basically just some off the top of my head we have um as natasha already mentioned we have Varad farms we have uh uh, Lisa, who makes fantastic the most jam. amazing jam. Yep. She had this Tayberry stuff last week or the week before. It tastes just like pie. I've been eating it like <laughs> by the spoonful, basically. Uh, yeah, right out of the jar. Uh, it's been done. <laughs> Maybe I should be embarrassed, but I'm not. If yeah, you tasted exactly, the jam, you yeah. would know. <laughs> um, we have uh, Fresco Bakery. Um, I think you actually had tried their waffles before when you came one time. Yeah, have- I think Natasha was standing in line because really I was, was talking to Flavorful Farms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Natasha's standing there. I'm like, what's that smell? And she's like, it's the waffles. I basically sing a sonnet to those waffles every week. <laughs> and so, yeah, then I brought my kids and my wife and, or no, I brought my kids. We had the waffles. And then I, the next week I brought my kids and my wife, had the waffles again. And so it's become a regular thing. <laughs> the, for me too. I understand. Every Saturday morning, yeah. waffles. <laughs> the waffles. Yulia's honey. She's there. Her honey also. So We good. bought some of that. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good local, local honey. And apparently eating local honey, if you have bad allergies, 
it's good to eat local honey. It apparently helps you with your allergies because wow. of the pollen and she's a wealth of knowledge when it comes to to honey because she told me I told her too because again let's I guess it's confession time here I eat her honey out of the jar by a spoon I told her that once I'm like it's in the fridge and it gets all chewy and amazing if you keep it in the fridge and and so I just eat it by the spoonful and she's like you know it's healthier to eat that way and I was like no kidding let's tell the world everybody's got to know eat honey by the spoonful it's better for you (laughs) i think she actually put that we did a scavenger hunt one day and i think that was the question what's the best way to eat honey and her answer was with a spoon (laughs) because we had to tell the world it's very important that everyone knows spreading the news yeah but probably just local honey because you don't want the preservatives in the store-bought honey yeah for sure Mm -hmm. so it's pretty much is everything that you guys have there local to chilliwack freezer valley area Fraser Valley is is mainly where we, we stick to. Chilliwack, we want to be as local as possible and as close to farm to table as we can. Yeah. Um, that's why we don't have any chains of, of different businesses or any of those pyramid scheme businesses represented. It's it's mostly people that are within Chilliwack or the Fraser Valley. I think the farthest that we've gone is Surrey. Surrey and the Oka- Okanagan. Okanagan, right? yeah. For the necessarily yeah. get some of those fruit. You're not going to get yeah. that Okanagan fruit, but I mean, it doesn't get much fresher than them picking it off the tree the day before and bringing it down to the markets oh, on the sure. on the morning. So, um, yeah, it's basically, we want, like I said, we want to get a cl- as close to farm to table as possible. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I think the waffle guy is from Surrey, right? Yeah. yeah. And he comes with a lot of baked goods. Like. He really does. And some amazing stuff. People will come just for his waffles or for some of his bread. And yeah. we have pristine farms that they're, they're fairly local. They sell to restaurants, I guess, as well in Harrison. Um, and they've got some beautiful produce and awesome acres again they have amazing produce and all local yeah mm-hmm. we uh we used to get a box from awesome acres we didn't do it this year mm-hmm. um we just found it wasn't enough for three starving children <laughs> <laughs> but they like talk about like amazing local service and totally. quality of goods like mm-hmm. they put a lot of work and passion into what they do and mm-hmm. they, their products are I feel like all of our vegetable vendors this year have been like that. They've been, you know, they're enthusiastic and passionate about what they do. And if you ask them about any one of their items that they have on their table, they'll tell you all about it. Uh, Jack from Pristine Farms has given me in length the speech about the difference between his beans just because I asked him. And I'm like, you don't get that kind of passion from somebody who doesn't love what they do and someone who doesn't know their stuff. And it's it's great to be able to talk to the farmer for those reasons. Oh, for sure you get the information right from the source like you go to the grocery store and if you ask like the guy at the produce about the beans he'd just be like oh no these it's are just on they're, sale they're green beans what do you want to know <laughs> those ones are organic yeah. <laughs> that's why they cost more right <laughs> yeah totally <laughs> which is actually kind of a funny point um some of the products like if you're doing a price comparison because some of the misconception that people have about local products is oh it's going to be more money it's inconvenient and it's like well you know it's not it doesn't necessarily have to be inconvenient if you're not even able to make it to the farmer's market like you mentioned ordering boxes there's those sort of options available through the farms and some of the prices are actually pretty comparable if not cheaper for sure like i do the same thing i basically do my grocery shopping i have myself my husband and i have two small children and every week i just do my grocery shopping at the market they're already it works really well and i think that that's what 
um, I would really like to see more of whenever I see somebody get out of their car and they've got a big bag ready to do their grocery shopping. I'm like, that's the goal. It's just basically getting into the habit of being able to go to the farmer's market on Saturdays and make sure you save your shopping for Saturdays um, so that you can come and get the freshest, most local stuff that you can get, feed your family. And honestly, I don't find the price difference to be that much more. And anything that does cost a couple bucks more, like you might pay, I don't know, a couple bucks, bucks more for Yulia's honey than you would for honey at the store, but the quality is so much better that it, yeah. you, I don't think, I've never thought, oh no, I'm so sad about that extra toonie I paid for this <laughs> when the honey is just so much better Yeah. Um, that it's really not even a question in my mind. I'd rather pay $2 more for something, which isn't that much at the end of the day, and know that my family's being fed with, you know, not filled with different preservatives and, you for know, sure. covering my apples with wax and the whole thing, you know? Yeah. But mm -hmm. also feeding someone else's family, right? Exactly. You're, you're yeah. giving back to the community. You're helping a local farmer. You're helping a local business. And all in all, that's a great thing. Mm -hmm. So why did you guys start it? What was the the reasoning behind that local market? <laughs> we were just having a conversation one day, and I was like, you know what we should do? I'm like, we need to ha we need to have a farmer's market. Um, and I just basically started talking about everything that I just said to you. I wish that I had a place that I could go and get as much of my groceries as possible and and be able to, you know, feed my family locally because it's better and it tastes better and and just the whole thing. And I'm, I'm, I am passionate about small town vibe, sort of like I love. I mean, I know Chilliwack is getting bigger, but I like to sort of, you know, bring the community events in to make it feel smaller at the same time. And we're in a farming community we need to have a farmer's market and she's like oh well you know there is one and I had maybe slightly remembered seeing a sign for it at some point and I was like oh yeah but I just had never been and yeah. and so it was really like and Bernadette's got vast experience as far as planning events and doing stuff like that and so when we just sort of like yeah let's do this let's talk to the ladies that had the other one and see if they'd be interested in coming on board to see if we can expand it and make it something great for our community um, um, and they agreed and it just kind of went from there. Awesome. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, she mentioned that you have experience in events. Mm -hmm. So SQL Events, is that? Correct, SQL Events. Um, so it's an events company that I started in 2014. Uh, myself, my husband, and there's a few of us kind of on our team. Uh, we do a variety of events, so it can be you know, galas, uh, not-for-profit events, it can be corporate functions, it can be weddings, uh, pretty much you you think it up, we can do it. Right. So the farmer's market just kind of evolved into its own little separate thing under an events company. And so you guys set up uh, that local market in Central Community Park. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, why that? Why downtown? Why there? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, as Natasha mentioned, you know, we like that small town community feel. We wanted we wanted to be somewhere not too far for one from the previous location because we didn't want people to think, hey, we fell off the face of the earth kind of thing. Um, and we also wanted, you know, some of the feedback that we had gotten from previous vendors and from patrons who had been coming to the market was, hey, there's not really, you know, a bathroom really close by. There's not a lot of shade. Um, that sort of thing. Whereas moving it from a parking lot into a park is more attractive, you know, even just people driving by or walking by, hey, what's going on, right? Uh, it's still in a very central location. Um, you know, our vendors, their produce isn't going to 
die in the heat of a sweat <laughs> quite as quickly. That was one of the things that we've heard the most from vendors. Yeah. It's nice to be in the shade. Yeah, I bet. Except for one of our flip-flop vendors, which makes these really sparkly flip-flops, and they once they hit the sun, they're like quite spectacular. So she's like, I need a spot in the sun. But other than that, people are really into the shade. Yeah. And I wanted someplace to, um, like I have small kids, like I mentioned, and the previous location, while being central and good for drive-by and stuff, I'm less inclined to want to take my four and two-year-old into a parking lot that I have to, I feel like, you know, I've got to hold right tight to them or they're going to run into the street or was like, you know, it just wasn't quite as inviting for a family atmosphere. And here we have the water park that's right there and the playground for Central Elementary is also right there. And so we thought, you know what, this makes it better so we can make it kind of like a morning event on a Saturday morning. You can take your kids, you can come get a waffle or whatever other treats that we've got going on there that day and uh, do your grocery shopping and let your kids play in the water. And we've had different events for the kids like face painting and and whatnot. And and we wanted to make it so that you could actually make it a family event instead of, well, well, let's just get into the parking lot by our stuff and then get out as quickly as possible before one of my kids darts into traffic. (laughs) Well, one of the things that we'll do is we will park at uh, Nugget Bookstore right mm-hmm. by Decades. Right. And then we walk over to that local market and we'll hang out, and usually buy some produce, um, get some cookies or a waffle, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then uh, head down Mill Street, you know, get a coffee at Harvest and then walk into the Bookman. And it's like mm-hmm. a whole little loop that we do on mm-hmm. Saturday mornings. And it's for mm-hmm. sure. We love it. And that's what we're trying to promote for people is that, like, don't just think that you have to, like, shop and run. And we're trying to make events so that people want to come and stay and hang out and promote all of the other local businesses that are around there also. Like, yeah. if... if if you can come come to the market and then walk through the entire downtown, then you know that's great for local business. You know, sure, it's nice to have a Walmart down the street when you're in a pinch, but when it comes down to it, if we it's can never support, nice to have a Walmart. <laughs> sure, you know, <laughs> until it's eleven o'clock at night and you're like, man, I need diapers. Then you're glad there's a Walmart. Yeah. But for the most part, it's uh, you know, it's way better to see local businesses succeed, yeah. and uh, we would like to draw as much as possible to all the downtown merchants and for our vendors and and like i said before make our town that's getting bigger smaller at the same time that's a good way of putting it (laughs) so we're talking about central community park and city of chilliwack's made some changes and one of those changes is allowing people to basically camp overnight in local parks certain parks have you guys noticed anything different going on with with that change that city of chilliwack has made to be honest i'm gonna say no like there for sure there are some people that are in the park first thing in the morning but um you know they're not there causing trouble to people they're not disruptive like there's even one gentleman a few weeks ago i, I went over and i introduced myself and i was like hey i've noticed that like you're here a few times and you know how's it going and, and just told him who i was and wanted to make him feel welcome because it's a place for him to be too he's not causing any trouble right yeah so, and I don't know. I don't yeah. think we've had any issues. Like I wouldn't it's been say really that good. it's been increased. Like if that's sort of the question. Like if there's no, been I'm more just curious since that happened. Yeah, if there's I more mean, people yeah. around. Or... I wouldn't say that there's more since that that law or rule or whatever came into place. I wouldn't say at all. Um, but basically, we've never had like Bernadette said. We've never had anybody causing anybody trouble. Like basically anybody that's ever been in the park when we get there to set up, they leave right away. And yeah. so it's not it's not by any means 
means anywhere that I would ever feel unsafe to bring my family or anything like that. It's it, it's it's downtown Chilliwack, and I think a lot of places that you're going to see, sure, there's going to be homeless people here and there, and let them sleep in the park. Sure, by all means, they they just move when we get there anyway. Yeah. So yeah, no, we've never had any no dramatic stories or anything. <laughs> and that's part of why I wanted to bring up the question too. Is I think there's just a lot of people on Facebook. There, I don't know if it's just Facebook, but social media in hype. general. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. just the hype of downtown Chilliwack. That sure, it's this awful, terrible. place place to visit and if you don't watch out you'll get stabbed with a needle (laughs) right like people paint that picture they do sometimes yeah and like it's a regular thing not just saturdays like we try and shop downtown as much as possible Mm -hmm. because we love it and and it's local it's Mm -hmm. buying into the local economy absolutely and and it's i wanted to hear what you guys had to say so i'm happy to hear that there hasn't (laughs) been any issues so that people know like yeah you know and i've been saying that to people too and they're like oh that's you have the you have it downtown how's that going for you and i'm like really great and I mean my dad is actually the um the director of Ruth and Naomi's mission downtown so so I get some of the flip side of the other stories too but I mean like sure yeah we have homeless people in Chilliwack it's not a secret everybody knows but like Bernadette and I've said it's not anything that has ever been a problem for what we're trying to establish and what we're trying to do and I think that um, I think the downtown Chilliwack BIA is doing a great job of, of trying to, you know, promote events and promote downtown and, you know, let's make it a, a family friendly place. And, and again, I've, I go there regularly, too. And it's a it's a nice walk downtown and there's yeah. lots of great stores and businesses down there. And and I would never feel weird about bringing my family or anything there ever. I never have. Yeah. yeah, and I think if you if you haven't gone downtown in a while, you definitely need to check it out. There's a, a few new shops even that have popped up like um, the art house. You've got um, the new brewery there. So and yeah. even there's a new decor shop that opened. So Bella Cena. Bella I bought, Cena. A, mm, bought a mug there. It's one of my favorite ones. It fits <laughs> under my espresso machine perfectly. And lots of honey can fit in there too. Lots, tons. You wouldn't believe it. <laughs> Do you guys know what's going in Jay Ballum's? store like i'm not sure actually i haven't heard because he's moving so i've just been curious what's no intrigue i'd like to know myself (laughs) he wanted he wants more space right so that's why he's moving Mm -hmm. um and they've been like uh they've been a cornerstone of wellington for how long so i'm curious they've been there for a very long time Mm -hmm. yeah i hope there's stipulations on what they'll let be in there (laughs) yeah i don't know (laughs) it'll be interesting I think there will be. I know there's stipulations for what can go in on Mill Street. Mm-hmm. So I would assume they would have some kind of stipulation on what they would put right there. That new building that went in, um, it's the two-story building. They've got two stores down below, resident up top. Mm-hmm. From the outside, when they are first building it, I thought it would be an amazing like two-screen movie theater on Mill Street. Play independent cool. flicks and that'd be really cool. But it didn't turn out like that. <laughs> it really didn't. <laughs> I could see how that might not be a profitable thing. <laughs> Chilliwack It'd be is awesome, not. Though. Yeah, Chilliwack is not the market for independent movies. People don't. Uh, no, you're right about that. Uh, they want Fast and the Furious nine, ten, eleven, and twelve. And, yeah. <laughs> I think I don't think I made it past two or no, I don't think I made it past two. Yeah. Never got into Tokyo Drift. <laughs> I had a friend that bought me um, a two-pack of Fast and the Furious on DVD. She got one and two for me, and she thought it was hilarious because I have a very deep hatred for Fast and the Furious. Well, blame you. (laughs) And so she gives it to me, and she's laughing. I'm like, 
we're watching this right now <laughs> and she's like no 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 i'm like no you bought it we watch it <laughs> <laughs> that's the best certain things you have to watch to actually get a legitimate hold on if you're going to make fun of it or not yeah. i made a group of my friends watch the movie glitter by mariah carey you know which goes down as like one of the worst movies of, of all, all time, time. but i'm like horrible. if i'm gonna drop that reference in my everyday conversation for how terrible it is i better have watched it to yeah. know and so i made people watch glitter with me yeah <laughs> and it was just as terrible as you can imagine. Yeah, I think oh. it took us three or four tries to get through it. So. <laughs> but not for, see, it's, it, that kind of movie just really, it hits home for me because I, that's like totally my sense of humor. Okay. I could just watch that kind of thing and laugh all day. So it's not like I'm falling asleep. I'm just laughing hard the whole time. <laughs> Secretly in your spare time, you're looking up all the horrible movie reviews on, on Google so that you can reference them. It, there's some truth to that. No. <laughs> I've watched terrible movies just because they're terrible before. <laughs> <laughs> so what else are you guys involved with? What else are you guys doing around town? At this point, the, the farmer's market definitely takes up a, a large portion of our time. We also have families and we have um day jobs as well <laughs> day jobs. and and They'll side jobs we have various activities mm -hmm. that we're involved in mm -hmm. um my husband's a youth pastor in town so uh we do a lot of different events that actually we're trying to pull kids from the community around for that kind of thing as well we just yeah. did a summer camp and um, teamed up with a bunch of other churches and stuff for that as well so we're we're doing one event after another after another, whether it be with Bernadette doing the market or with my husband doing things for our youth group or whatnot. We have a conference coming up in October, so that's the next thing on the agenda after we wind down the market. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. wow. yeah. And for myself, a few local side projects that might be coming up that I can't really say much about yet. Top secret. So. Off the record. Off the record. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. The record. <laughs> So what do you guys see happening in Chilliwack right now? There, everybody has an opinion of the, the state of our city. Um, yep, people definitely have their opinions, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. So what are your guys' opinions? Specifically, like, what's going on? What's going, going on? on, yeah. Like, yeah. Where, where, where do you see us right now? Where are we headed as a city, a community? Well, I think if, as a city, like, for example, if you stop and take a second, you look at Abbotsford, right? And you look at a lot of things that are happening in Abbotsford with um, local entrepreneurs, small business, and just the buzz that's happening there. I think Chilliwack is in, I wanna say, the starting phase of some of those things to mimic some of that and even do something completely different. So I'm excited to see like even in the next six months to a year what, what happens even for downtown Chilliwack with new businesses, with, um, you know, community events, just different things that are happening. For myself, I am very much an optimistic person, optimistic, realistic. <laughs> um, so I, I like to see the positive things that are going on in the community. I think um, part of the issue with social media, like you mentioned, is there is, for sure, there's negative things that happen no matter what city you live in. And those things can be spun the wrong way or, um, you know, you don't you don't get the whole picture sometimes. So there. I, to be honest, honestly, think there are a lot of good things going on in our community. And if you take, you know, five minutes to, you know, half an hour to even just look up online and get involved with whether it be, you know, like a farm starting up a farmer's market or um, volunteering your time with a local charity, um, there, there's a lot of good happening within the city. Mm -hmm. And just today they announced there's going to be a Chilliwack Fringe Festival. So there's going to be in the spring a, a whole arts community for like live plays and performances. That's really cool. And that is so cool. Yeah, I didn't hear that. So That's it was so just exciting. announced today. 
Yeah. yeah. So I love that kind of thing. That's and, so yeah. fun. I'm a theater student at heart. So anytime there's any sort of theatrical performances, I'm there. That's the best thing <laughs> yeah, I've heard Yeah, so they're going to have, like, I think a dozen over four days or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like those, a dozen That's really exciting. Yeah, Do you know when they're having it in the spring? They haven't announced dates yet, but mm-hmm. it'll be in the spring. Yeah, we had, like uh, like Bernadette said, we like to remain positive about the stuff that's happening in town. I mean, I think you could pick any city and there's going to be positive and negative things that you could say are going on. And everybody has an opinion about every politician or leader in the city about what they do. And and I admire, I admire every leader for doing their job because you can't make a decision that will please everyone. And no. that, it's not a position that I would ever want to find myself in for that reason. Um, but... Like I said to you before, I feel like it's important to make our town smaller as we get bigger. And so there's a lot of development and stuff that's happening. I think that's great for our economy. And it's great that, you know, there's a lot of people buying homes and stuff out here. And like we've all aware of housing prices have soared beyond what has even been imaginable in the past. And a lot of that stuff is good. But, you know, with it comes a lot of different trials that come along. And so I think that as a community and people that live here and have lived here for years it's important to try to stay community-minded even though we're getting so much bigger and I love events like that local market or even the night market that's happening downtown or the fringe festival like you said and and uh, just participating in community events where you can one of my favorite weeks actually was when we had teamed up with the uh, Chilliwack Community Arts Council on on a Saturday morning and we shared the park and and we could work together we had the opportunity to have our our farmers market as well as um, their annual art under the umbrella art walk um, that was happening on the same Saturday and it was so fun to be able to team up and do that now we did have some terrible weather that day which was so <laughs> unfortunate um, like the wind, poor artist like, like yeah the wind like you wouldn't believe there was a tent that went flying like a tumbleweed across the park it was wow. so sad um, but like just events like that which like I thrive off of that kind of thing it was so much fun and they we, you know they had like performance art people that were walking around on stilts and in different costumes and stuff and I just think that it's so fun one of my favorite towns that I love to go to my mom and I used to go there every year is in port it's called Port Townsend it's in Washington yep love it there and that's that's like what they do they have all these different festivals throughout the year and and they're all sort of this quirky bunch of people that live there you can almost tell who the locals are and I'm like but I just like love these people and all of their old houses and their bed and breakfasts and their quirky stores and I feel like I feel like we're our version of that we can be quirky Chilliwack and come and meet the locals (laughs) (laughs) eat some corn eat some corn eat some corn we'll husk it for you (laughs) well it wasn't that long ago they had uh it was the party in the park they broke the guinness record for like the most corn husking at one time or something i like did that. not know that well it, fun fact rightfully so <laughs> yeah. and then you have to have a giant like corn boil after that so. <laughs> absolutely it's you know the south they've got their their different southern cooking and this pots of seafood that they boil my friend sarah banta was there a little while ago I did name drop her on purpose, by the way, because she listens to this podcast and I told oh, her that she? I would. <laughs> she was telling me about it. I was like, oh, Sarah, I'm going to be in that podcast. She's like, oh, my goodness. Can you say my name? It's like, I <laughs> Anyway, she was down south and she was telling me about their like crawfish, whatever boil things that they do. And I think that our version of the crawfish boil, the corn boil, the corn boil. 
people will come. We gotta, have, we gotta have something more than just corn, though. There's gotta be something else. Oh yeah, we can There's make a lot it. Of we can make it a whole event. At the I don't market. know. Corn is good food. You can you can prepare corn in so many ways. You don't even need another food. <laughs> so, uh, like obviously, butter and salt on corn is the classic. That's true. And peaches but and cream is my favorite what about, variety. Is it deep fried corn. There'd be one thing that we're worth trying. Batter and deep fry it. I try, try it. Salt and pepper. Yeah, I'd try anything once. You can take it off the cob and deep fry the little pieces, and you've got popcorn corn. Popcorn is corn. A different version of deep, popcorn corn. You mean deep fried popcorn? <laughs> deep fry. Yeah, but like popcorn chicken and popcorn shrimp is just little deep fried pieces. So deep fried pieces of corn would be popcorn corn. Yeah, I see corn. where you're going. <laughs> you're tracking with me. I get you. Yeah. <laughs> But like one of the ways I tried it recently was butter and then Frank's or I also recently got to go to New Orleans and brought some hot sauce back with me. Some good old fashioned Louisiana hot sauce. Nice. Like that would be really hot. It Like I put Frank's on everything pretty much. Frank's red hot sauce. Frank's red hot sauce is the hottest sauce that I can actually take. I'm not a spicy food person. And I love the flavor of hot sauce, but when it's too hot, it makes me feel like my face is gonna fall off. So that's not enjoyable. No, it just I don't wanna taste everything like fire in my mouth (laughs) when I eat. So Frank's red hot, I love Frank's red hot sauce, but that's as hot as I will go. So try butter and Frank's on your your corn, your boiled I corn next time. I will do that. It's really good. You should have a booth at the corn <laughs> festival. <laughs> and then the other way I haven't tried it yet is with like hot sauce and then cheese. You melt cheese on top of your corn on the cob and it's supposed to be really good. But mm-hmm. what kind of cheese? I don't Whatever, whatever, well, whatever like. suits <laughs> your <laughs> fancy. Yeah. You know, cheese is good and corn is good. I can't see the problem yeah, with combining them. Pretty much all food we have is just a delivery mechanism for cheese. <laughs> I agree completely. Right? Like Eat a Brussels sprouts. Just... Nobody really likes Brussels sprouts. But Unless you cook t- them with bacon, though, and then add cheese. Cheese sauce. Yeah. You're, I'm only eating the Brussels sprouts as a vehicle for the cheese sauce. Exactly. Absolutely. Pizza, sandwiches, mm-hmm. right? Everything's just meant for delivering cheese. Cheese, absolutely. I'm a big fan of cheese. If you like that, you should go to the Harvest Cafe. Has a grilled cheese sandwich called the Corin, and it's like four different kinds of cheese with guacamole and bacon on it. And I tasted it once, and my life is different now. I bet it's so good. You can see colors you never saw before. Actually, I (laughs) was there a little while ago with someone. I was like, dude, you don't understand. This sandwich changed my life, and they're (laughs) like, okay, I'll order it. And I was like, that's right. Sometimes I talk things up too much, but he was like, no, it's really good. I'm like, that's right. There's nothing wrong with that. A grilled cheese sandwich with like four different kinds of cheese, guacamole and bacon. That's gotta be healthy for you. Yeah, you can practically feel your arteries clogging, but it's totally worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Melted cheese is its own food group. Mm Mm-hmm, yep. I got that from Tina Fey on 30 Rock. She wasn't (laughs) wrong. Yeah. (laughs) Go Tina. So, Favorite things around Chilliwack? What's one of your favorite places? Like, obviously, you just mentioned this sandwich at Harvest. Yeah. Is there another (laughs) place in Chilliwack that you guys love to Um, hit up? I have a sweet tooth. So, for me, I really love... Okay, two things from 
actually a few things i like all things sweet so from harvest since we were just talking about them i really love their apple fritters they're mm. really yummy yeah they're super sweet I know. and their granola bars they're vegan granola bars and for me i'm the farthest thing from vegan but <laughs> like so you read it and you think how good could that be it's vegan but it's so it's good. really good it's so good i love their vegan granola bars and their maple bacon donuts which just don't go hand in hand but you could eat them at the same time they're really yeah. good <laughs> those totally mesh <laughs> Um, also from decades, they have this. It's like a blended peach iced tea thing. It's really sweet and mm. really good. I like that. Yeah. They also happen to have these chocolate peanut butter square things that I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had them. We actually, my husband and I had our uh, wedding reception at decades. Oh, wow. We had it on a Sunday. It was really awesome. All of our mm-hmm. guests got drink tickets for specialty drinks. So that was That's fun. That's awesome. I've always been a fan of their caramel apple cider. Way to combine two good flavors. Um, I actually just recently discovered the Urban Sprout. I did not discover it, but I had gone there for the first time because yeah. anytime I had been there, it was always closed. And so I finally got to go there. And that place is fantastic. And I even left and like I told you, I have this fascination with Port Townsend. It totally reminds me of a Port Townsend <laughs> place. I'm like, this place is incredible. And um, their stuff seems a little bit healthier. So like, you know, anytime where I'm like, you know, there's just part of me that wants baked goods, but you know, the old thighs probably don't want baked goods quite so much um the urban sprout is such a good option delicious mm-hmm. stuff like so good um but it all seems a little bit more natural a little bit healthier along that vibe and right. and totally fun atmosphere also loved it there you're so you're the third person on this podcast to mention the urban sprout have you been i haven't been yet. you need to go i yep. went one time and it was closed so well, yeah see it happened to me a couple times until i was like note the open time yes. and i'm like there when it opens <laughs> let me in the hours are written on the window <laughs> <No>. <laughs> write it down keep Imagine it in mind that. <laughs> funny how that works um if you go by south sumas it's actually really if i'm not m- mixing up directionally because i am directionally challenged um out where old jail is which they're also one of our vendors that we have at the market um little beetle bistro i don't know if you've ever yeah, been the, there that blue uh, building that's mm-hmm. on yeah. the, right beside the train tracks they have really good food i had like I don't even remember when I was in there last, but I had the most amazing like chicken sandwich and it was delicious. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for my kids to go back to school because then my <laughs> wife and I can go out on dates <laughs> and they can have their like school lunches and we'll go out for a nice fancy lunch. So mm-hmm. we're, we're going to go and my husband and I did that actually my work recently changed to us having like an hour long lunches so my kids are at the babysitter and my husband has an hour long lunch and I had an hour long lunch so we went to um, the coconut Thai. It's in, um, it's like, it's in Sardis, kind of behind the 7-Eleven in like a plaza there. Oh, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Their food is so good. Yeah. Like, so good. I mean, we've got, I think, a couple good Thai restaurants, but that one, I, that's like my favorite. Their peanut sauce is so good. So as far as like... It's funny how we're, all we're doing is talking about good food in Chilliwack. <laughs> we have a decent amount of People it. don't know. They need to know I know. Some things. people need to know that we have good food in Chilliwack. And more than just sushi. People like drive we around have, there's like, so many sushi places, sushi places. Yeah. Uh-huh. they're good don't mind like yeah i like not sushi all of them are. <laughs> no not all of them we all have our couple that we go to yeah. but yeah we definitely have lots of different good food as far as places that i like to go because my mom and i just like to like wander through shops and stuff if i can manage to keep my kids in check long enough uh we love to do the like the mill street wellington walk along there and yeah. like we said that new store bellasina is open and super fun to look through and the lady that works there is super nice and my son was like handsy about everything that was there and she's like there's so 
some books in the back, so he got nice. to just read books while we browse. That's the one there. on Mill Street now, right? Yeah, that's in, in that building. newer building. Yeah. yeah, that one is super nice to wander through, and yeah. Creek, Creekside is always a good look down there too. Creekside with my kids is called the Do Not Touch store. Absolutely, <laughs> I will hold. Well, my daughter's old enough that I can just hold her hand through there now, but my son, he's only two, so yeah. we're hanging on tight to him. And Creekside has a special soft spot for me because I actually worked there a number of years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then when there's one in Abbotsford at the time as yeah. well, and so I got to work in both stores. It was super fun working in a home decor store. It's only like the dream of my life. So uh, <laughs> super fun and and like down all those shops, Paint and Buckle and the Bookman and Sticky's Candy is dangerous when you've got a four and a two year old. So sometimes yeah. we steer clear of that depending on the time of day. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just love I love doing that walk and and uh, especially on a nice day. It's definitely nice to get out there. Oh for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love the decor shops in July. The little there's a new one that I haven't been to yet. Um, do you know where Dickens Dickens Sweets? Oh okay. yeah. I regularly go to Dickens because if you want good candy, that's that's where you go. They have these bonbons that are black currant flavor. I don't even share when I get them. No. Like not even happening. They're so good. They've but I and love they have, Dickens. They have every kind of cake pan you could possibly want. I know. I make cakes, so I so was like, anytime I'm there. like getting ready to make a cake for some sort of event, I was I'm always I'm always at Dickens, and you know, it makes me feel extra British when I'm there. Sometimes you feel like you're just gonna fake. <laughs> have you gone to the British Museum in there yet? Oh, of course. Yeah. And how they have like hundreds of copies of Titanic lying <laughs> stairs on the way up. It's the so so I don't know yet. I I bought a book, um, British History for Dummies, and <laughs> nice. I have to finish it. I'm only like halfway, and I've told myself I'm not allowed to go to the British Museum at Dickens until I finish oh, that book. It's oh, good. It's like you're punishing and there's yourself. Like a no, I love it. I love British history. No, no, I mean like you're punishing yourself by taking so long to read. Yeah, <laughs> they've got they've got so much stuff in there. Like that building, it's like this building that never ends when you walk in there. And they've got a tea room in the back that I actually went to a birthday party there once where they'll serve you like a full out tea sitting and like it's high it's, tea yeah. yeah and it's just so fun like yeah. it's i think that once my daughter's old enough to appreciate that kind of thing that you totally take them there for their birthday and have a tea party and at christmas time they set up this whole christmas it's the best to do and i've taken my kids there every year for a few years now to like wander through the the like christmas setup that they do and they've got this big train which you know two-year-old boys are always excited about so um that's a fun look for them too totally yeah, yeah it's a it's a fun visit definitely to go to dickens um but there's a home decor store right that opened door, yeah, yeah where classic on alexander used to be and i haven't been in there yet because their hours are a little bit they're, they're not open very long. I think there's only like three or four days a week and that they're actually from what open. I've seen online, they like rotate their their product a lot. Like they're constantly bringing in new stuff. Which is super fun because yeah. it feels like a different store every time you go in there, right? So I, I'm excited speaking to look at that. another decor place, uh, Switzer's over by Minter yep. Country mm-hmm. Gardens is Love really Switzer's. cool to walk around. I haven't been in there yet, but my mom went there and she had some old stuff. The guy there was like, like a, some old suitcases and this really cool oil lamp. She's like, I just don't have anywhere for it. And she's like, yeah, totally, I'll buy it. He's really into like buying, selling different vintage stuff. I'm like, mom, why'd you go there without me? Taking yeah. it a little personally. <laughs> <laughs> My mom discovered it when she was dropping my kids off at school and uh, she was like, why didn't you ever tell me about Switzer's? I'm like, it just showed up like eight months ago. Yeah. It's going to take me at least another year till I finally tell you about it. Like, yeah. And she's all ticked off. I'm like, well, we have to have like our secret stores to like buy you stuff so that you don't know where it came Go from. Go and buy right? everything from the store. That's, totally. It's a bad habit of mine. Like I was in the button box actually borrowing some stuff because I, I know the owner, we were using some of her stuff for a photo shoot. And uh, 
I was pointing out to our photographer. I was like, yeah, and this painting and this painting is my birthday's coming up. And <laughs> she's like, yeah, but you'll probably just buy it for yourself before I even have a chance. I'm like, yep, yeah, this is true. And there's always some truth to that kind That's of thing. That's true. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm like with action figures and comic books and video games. Yeah. My wife gets ticked off because you bought it before I could even have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> you make That makes gift giving difficult for people that are like that, you know? I There's been a new rule put in our house. Like, there's no buying anything, like, kind of big first like week of month. November <laughs> till Christmas. like, oh. And then, like, a month That's before solid. your birthday. Yeah. That's a good rule. I have my, my husband's just not... He's always just like, well, I don't need anything, basically, and his birthday is right at the end of November. And so you have to find things to buy him for November and December because it's like, yeah, he just he doesn't feel like he needs a whole lot of stuff. And if there's ever something that comes up that he wants, if he wants it, then go buy it because he barely ever buys himself yeah. anything. So sometimes gift giving can be challenging. Sounds like it. <laughs> so for someone that's uh, new to Chilliwack, and you know, from the sounds of it, the way that the housing market's gone with people selling from uh, the greater Vancouver area or Vancouver mm-hmm. itself and then moving east, they might be new to Chilliwack, not sure what to do, what's going on. What would you have to say to them? What would you encourage them to do to get plugged into the Chilliwack community? Yeah. Um, well, community events are always a good way to, to meet people and connect with people, volunteering. Um, there's a lot of resources too, I think, online that people don't even necessarily know about. Um, for example, like Tourism Chilliwack, I actually used to work there for a period of time. They often post events, the city posts events, um, the downtown BAA. Um, obviously, the local market's a good place to come check out. Yeah. Um, everyone should come check everyone out that should local come. market. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, basically if you, you know, I don't think you have to Google too far, right? If you're, if you're new to Chilliwack to find some of that information and, you know, if you know maybe one or two people or go hang out at a coffee shop for a few minutes and and you'll probably hear about some really awesome local places to check out. And stay off the Facebook Chilliwack Beware stuff because it's just... (laughs) It's not worth your time. I don't even have Facebook, but sometimes people will tell me about the things that are on the Chilliwack Beware sites, and I'm like, oh my goodness, get a job with things that people post, and that's why I don't have Facebook. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what would you have to say, Natasha, about getting plugged into the community? I would say a lot of the same things that Bernadette says. You really don't have to Google too far to, to find a lot of things that are going on. And I think that if you um, if you go to a lot of the local coffee shops, even if you look up on the walls, there's always going to be flyers of different things that are happening. And even if you just spend some time downtown, uh, you'll hear the buzz of things that are going on. And, and like even around the... Um, like by the leisure center the new art center that's there it's not new anymore but it still feels new (laughs) Um, but uh like they've got lots of different shows and stuff that come in and out of there and i think that there's a lot more going on in chilliwack than people would give chilliwack credit for um i think that sometimes people that have lived in chilliwack for a long time or people that just come here you get the the overall vibe from visitors that i've had it's like well like what is there to do here because oh like there's a um a guy that i work with that just came up from la and he's like what is there to do in chilliwack because he's Comparing it to LA, and I'm like, well, I'm sorry that we don't have Disneyland, but <laughs> we do have Cultus Lake Adventure Park. So let me tell you all about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I really do think that there's a lot, a lot more to do than people will often give it credit for, and lots of great family places that you could take um, your kids to. And I'm a big fan of like hiking and nature, and we've got like some of the world's best around here. So I don't think that we're we're not hurting for any of that stuff. And I would only say that. Um, 
like I'm I'm an advocate for the downtown area, which is funny because I don't live there, but I did like like I mentioned to you before, my husband and I bought a house there and we were um, renovating it, and people are and it was right on uh, Reese Avenue, and sometimes people are like, "Ooh, Reese Avenue, the, how how's that neighborhood?" And I was like, actually, really quiet. Like it's, yeah. it's like people make it sound like there's someone trying to break into your car every five minutes that you're walking down the road. I'm like, no, it was really peaceful and quiet there in the evenings, quieter than it is at my house, as a matter of fact. So I'm like. Um, you know, sometimes it's time to refresh what you think about certain areas and sure there's dramas every now and again, but overall, I feel like it's a safe place to be. There we go. So that local market, where can they find you guys online? They can find us online at www.thatlocalmarket.com. We're also on Facebook. If you look up that local market, we're on Twitter at that local market. And we are also on Instagram at that local market. So you can pretty much find us anywhere on social media. If I haven't already spammed you already, I'm sure I'll come (laughs) up on one of your feeds eventually. Mm -hmm. And then just again, where, what day, time, place? Yeah. So every Saturday until September 24th, we will be in Central Community Park from 9.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. You can look for myself or Natasha. Sometimes we have name tags on. Sometimes we have our handmade shirts that have our logo that says that local market on it. Uh, We have an information booth where uh, people can stop in and ask us questions, whether you want more information about the market, how you can get involved and help the market, Mm -hmm. how, you know, maybe if you want to be a vendor and sell baked goods or if you have some Mm -hmm. produce, um, we'd love to hear from you too. And like Bernadette touched on earlier, um, we do have different vendors that cycle in and out. So just because you came to the market once, it doesn't mean it's going to be the same the next week. So you should definitely... Make it a regular occurrence for you to see what a lot of the different vendors that we've got coming and going have to offer. And bring a big bag with you so you can load up on some produce and baked goods and honey and jam. Yeah, (laughs) retrain your grocery shopping tendencies. And you can even leave with sparkly sandals too. Yeah, I have done that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a sucker for all this stuff. It's just such good stuff. It is, it's, Mm -hmm. yeah. And like you said, it's cool to be able to come back week after week because it's not always the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. and we do have like community events too. like or sorry family events as well like this last week um we had a local business that we've teamed up with um ever after princess party events yes it's a bit of a mouthful emily and pauline have been on this podcast <laughs> yes they have and they're crazy yeah they're, they're, they're awesome <laughs> those girls are incredible she, wow. I, she idolizes them she wants to be I, a princess. I, it is a dream of my heart to be you a disney to princess emily and pauline, then. i should i'm like I, I i had seen somebody actually sent me like a link and i don't know if it was for that company that it was like hiring for certain princesses and it was basically like can you drive are you within this height can you sing and i was like i can carry a tune decently hire me i just want to be a princess what a dream being able to meet make kids that happy like the girls my daughter was there when the girls that were playing anna and elsa were there and they just like made her feel so special that she still talks about the big squishy hug that they gave her and like i'm just like to make kids that happy and it's the closest to being famous you'll ever be and yeah, it's true. Aside from actually being famous, famous. <laughs> which I could take a hard pass on. So. Yeah. so Emily sat in that chair when we did the podcast and she had her, I can't, I think it was a Cinderella wig that she was fixing while we did the podcast. Awesome. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to multitask. Yep. Yeah. And they're great. Yeah. Yep. So anyways, there's tons of entertainment that yep. you guys are mm-hmm. always yeah, they were different. They were there this last weekend. So we did a, a tea party and it was free, right? So we had families come out and we heard nothing but great things like the kids like their eyes were like you know the size of like 
I don't know. Something big. Water <laughs> Oranges. <Yeah. laughs> Trying to think of how to describe this. Yeah. You guys will have live music and, yeah, and other stuff going on. We're working on some other events Ooh, for the... Actually, a few things coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, September 17th, we are going to have a local um, chef um, from... And uh, Johnson's uh, Packers is going to be there doing uh, grilling demos. Nice. So come down and try some, you know, some mm-hmm. pork and some local product. Um, learn about how to properly cook mm-hmm. pork. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be on the 17th of September. And on the 24th, we actually are um, working on teaming up with the local fire department. They're doing some fundraising for the burn unit out in Vancouver. Oh, good stuff. Um, so we're going to be doing some, probably something like some pulled pork sliders and the money raise will be mm-hmm. going to the fire department. So that'll be really awesome. And there's going to be fire trucks. So I was going to say fire trucks. Kids love fire trucks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If you can get kids out to stare at a fire truck in real life when it's not just with them, right? And sit on it. It's like the biggest deal. My daughter saw a fire truck just like in a parking lot by a Tim Hortons one day, and she's just like, Mommy, it's a fire truck. <laughs> so I like to take her out and just like stand beside it. So I'm like, you know, bring the kids out to stare at a fire truck up close and personal. <laughs> there you go. So some good stuff coming up, and mm-hmm. so get out. Check out that local market. Mm-hmm. Please do. So thanks so much, guys, for hanging out and chatting. and Thanks for having us. Tangents yeah, and everything. <laughs> <laughs> Told you I come with a lot of them. Oh. Yeah, it comes with the package. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening, everybody. That's another Around Town and Chilliwack podcast episode. We've got a few more coming up for you soon, too. So stay tuned for that. But be encouraged by what Bernadette and Natasha had to say. There's a lot of really good, positive things that are happening in Chilliwack. Yes, if you want to go on social media, you're going to find a lot of crap out there. You're going to hear stories. But you know what? Uh, There's always going to be a negative. We need to focus on the positive and let the positive just outshine the negative. So get involved. Be involved downtown. Show that downtown is worth it. Uh, Show up to that local market on Saturday mornings. You have until September 24th to do so. And uh, shop downtown. Put your dollars in the local economy because it makes a difference. It makes a huge difference. I'm Matthew Anthony Hawkins, and we'll talk to you next time.